Hello and welcome to the Pursuing Progress podcast, episode 69. Leave a little break for immature laughter. <laughs> Where we have honest conversations to help us fall forward. And today we'll uh, continue in our series in the Purpose Driven Life on today 32, um, which is titled Using What God Gave You. And so, so the past couple or few episodes before this, um, I was just... It's all just been been talking about, you know, what your abilities are and what your, um, you know, where you feel like your strengths are, where you feel like your personality lies and kind of using that and using that as a gauge for where you should, should really be, um, and what, what areas you should serve in, what areas should you, uh, should you work in and all these different thoughts that are really kind of timely and relevant for me at the moment in, in my decision to, you know, consider a different kind of career path. And, and it, it has been a really fascinating journey. And I know this decision will probably take another year or two to finally get to some sort of decision. Um, but I think I'm really kind of enjoying the process and, um, and just realizing how, um, I think like what, what a good time it is to do, do it. Um, and what an ideal time and and age and and things like that. And like, it's, you know, as I talk to different people about it, you know, people have been really supportive, which has been really, really nice. And, um, and, and yeah, like, I think I'm not too (laughs) upset anymore about it. Um, I'm not too kind of stressed out, even though, in a few days ago attending a wedding and things like that. It's hard to, it's hard because you sometimes get kind of sucked into, Hey, everyone, everyone is doing well. Everyone's earning their five and six figure salaries and you know, talking about getting apartments and, you know, how to save on tax and all that kind of, you know, high level grown up stuff. And, yeah, and, and it's hard. It's hard. Um, when it's, when that's kind of the conversation around you and, and it's hard because God can really contribute because you, you're not up to that particular stage in life yet. And so it's, it's fun. And so it really is this kind of mindset and attitude thing, you know, when you're in this kind of time and, you know, it like, yeah, <laughs> I think if I was any at, at another stage in life or like earlier and had to, and made this decision, I don't think I would be really prepared or kind of equipped well to be able to cope with, you know, like the floods of emotions and feelings and negative thoughts that kind of come with, you know, this and the whole thing about comparison, stealing your joy. And I think you just lose, I think I would just lose a lot of enjoyment um, of life. And cause I, I just, I don't know. I just feel like I was just never enough and like never good enough. And, and that's a really, I don't know, like that's such a poisonous thing to, to think that you're never good enough or you're not enough for, for something or someone or even for yourself. Um, and you know, you want to, you know, there's a part of you, maybe it's a guy thing, a masculine masculinity thing of like wanting to prove yourself or, you know, be able to show what you've worked on and, um, see what you've created, see what you've cultivated. And, 
you know, the whole thing about starting again is just <laughs> um, really odd. Um, but, you know, people have talked to is just, yeah, really admire the courage and, um, and things like that. And, you know, it's not the worst thing in the world and can... And, you know, I'm glad I picked it up this early because uh, I could really see myself kind of going down this line and, um, you know, for the next 20 years or so doing this EP thing and, and just really not feeling the joy or fulfillment um, from it at all. And, you know, it's harder to change later on in life. Um, but like not saying it can't be done, but it just makes it a bit more um, difficult for sure. And, you know, and the impact it has on your your family or your you know, dating, dateability. Um, <laughs> like if you, you know, it's a side of thing and things going on in my head, but, you know, you, you tell a girl you're interested in, hey, I'm in between jobs and not working at the moment. It's it's a mood flattener. <laughs> they, I don't know, something about that just kind of kills conversation and, I don't know, they, they go looking elsewhere and, I don't know, <laughs> try to find someone else anyway <laughs> and and so you know so the book goes to talk about how you know if god's given you these um these gifts and particular strengths that you know you are yet to discover or you know it's it's there it's kind of given to you but you just haven't discovered it yet um you know when you do find it you know through whatever means um like it would be good to use it like find it and use it and maximize it um to you know the best of your ability and for the most impact that you you know you can and and so like with that as the kind of i guess end goal or kind of the purpose of um you know finding your gifts and abilities and and figuring out what that is and and using that i think there is just this responsibility to, to really dig in and, and not to be lazy with it. And, you know, when I do find out what, what it is, like, um, I, yeah, like need to have a little contract with myself to, to really dig in and to really, um, make something, um, happen from it and, and not be kind of lazy and kind of undisciplined, um, when I find it and, you know, use like treat it as a treasure, like a pirate, um, <laughs> is looking for, uh, <laughs> and, and so, you know, it, it is hard to discover what these things are. Um, I think I've said it, uh, a few times in the past few podcasts of just like, you know, you yourself or me, like I have my own blind spots and little biases about, you know, who I think I am and what, where I think my strengths lie. And, you know, my, my own voices of doubt and negativity will just be there to be like, Hey, you suck at everything. Like, don't, don't even look any further. And, and so, you know, with that lens, like I'm not going to be able to see clearly or with any sort of clarity, you know, when I do go a bit of like exploring of different strengths and, and things like that. And, and so one of the things that the book mentions and the stuff that I've been thinking about as well is just kind of like, you know, make like, because I have this time now to be able to talk to different people that, that know me and people that I know well, um, about different 
uh, strengths that they see in me and, and different abilities and, and gifts that um, they've observed me do because I have this tendency to just downplay everything I've ever done. Um, and so, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't give myself the credit. I don't give myself the recognition of, of, you know, the things that I've done. Uh, and so I think, you know, whether it's over this month or over the next few months to, to start talking to the people in my life, to, to figure out what they actually see in me. And, and it's going to be an interesting conversation. And, um, even, you know, just in the last couple of days, I just had people point out some, you know, blind spots that I've, um, yeah, that I have about myself and and the stuff that I'm talking about as well, which has been really, really great. And, um, yeah, I think it's just something I wouldn't have picked up on and, you know, to have those people that, you know, are able to talk honestly into your life and to, you know, talk those kind of semi or maybe fully uncomfortable truths and, uh, like to your face and not, and not have it kind of rubble rub against you the wrong way or create any tension, but it's kind of a, it's out of love, out of love and encouragement and they want the best for you. Um, and so when you can kind of engage in, in a conversation with the particular person that can do that, like that's something you should really treasure and really kind of, um, listen to and really make time for, to, to really invest. And I think like, though it is fun to, to find drinking buddies and, and, you know, things like people that you just do things with or play video games with, I think, you know, we, I don't want to talk too much about like kind of how it's so disconnected because of social media and we're the most connected, but also disconnected because no one's friends with anyone anymore and no one knows what, you know, friendship means and it's underrated and, and things like that. But I think, you know, for your soul, um, I think it's worth seeking those people out and, um, and, and, you know, good people are hard to come by. And, and so it is a rare thing. So if you find someone who's like, you know, valuable and will, you know, be honest in, in that kind of loving way, like hold on to them and, um, and make time for them. You know, we are people that just don't have time for anyone anymore. And, and it's kind of like, I have to, yeah, like to catch up with another friend, I have to wait till April. And, and so, yeah, like it's not, um, yeah, we're oddly time poor, uh, for people, but we have heaps of time for, for work because, you know, we need to sustain ourselves and we like, that's totally understandable in, you know, in a city like Sydney where it's so like hustle and bustle and we, you know, we want to afford those million dollar apartments for one <laughs> in, in Chatswood or, or whatnot. And, and so, yeah, like, you know, if something's important enough, for you, like you'll make time for it. And, you know, you have to value that kind of friendship and that person to, to really make time for it. And, and, and yeah, like I know I'm in this kind of, I don't know, limbo position to, you know, have this kind of time to, to invest. Um, and I don't know, like there's no kind of, it's a kind of no brainer of like why we need, why people are so vying, like vying so much for holidays and, and times away from Sydney. Like I've heard the phrase, like I need to get out of Sydney or like, I need to, um, <laughs> connect with nature a little bit and, and things like that. And like, doesn't that like say something about the kind of 
environment that we live in. Um, but, but anyway, and so I, I, I digress with that. And, and so, yeah, the whole thing about kissing abilities, like, you know, find people you trust because, you know, any, anybody could say anything. Um, and so know, know the people that, you know, you're talking to know that they're there and they want the best for you. And, you know, especially, you know, if you tell them that you're on this journey to, <laughs> to figure things out. And like, I think when you approach them with that kind of vulnerability and openness, it, I think it just kind of invites them onto that wavelength and, and I don't know, like helps, helps to kind of have those genuine conversations. Um, and so that it's not too awkward. It's not too kind of weird to have that kind of deeper and more genuine conversation when you probably like used to just, I don't know, staring at a screen, playing Madden or playing FIFA and, and just kind of yelling at each other. Uh, and, and yeah, like it'll, it'll definitely be uncomfortable because it's kind of you finding out what someone sees in you. Uh, and sometimes it's, it's scary. It's quite, um, anxious and stressful to think about it even just now, um, to, you know, like, tell me what you really think about me. And, and that's, so that's hard. Um, but I think it's, it's those difficult moments, are you know, moments of clarity and wisdom that are, you know, is the price to pay and, and it's always worth paying, um, in a, uh, in that kind of analogy and that kind of metaphor. And, and so there's that, that front, you know, seeking out other people's, you know, thoughts and, and opinions and things like that. And obviously you, you know, take it with a grain of salt and, and, you know, not, not fully embody everything that someone says. Cause you know, as you talk to your different circle of friends, like people will say different things and, you know, do your little scientific synthesis and in integration of all, all the data that you've been given. And so there's, so there's that. And the book goes on to talk about how, you know, you just start doing things, start making mistakes and, and that's the, you know, learning process. And yeah, I don't like, I don't know, you, you know, you can talk through all the, um, all the different kind of, you know, self-improvement stuff of, um, of why people are so scared to make mistakes. And so people like, so afraid of failure and all the kind of, you know, people in that space will be like, Hey, like mistakes and failure is, you know, the stepping stones to success. So stop fearing it. So like really, you know, put yourself out there and, uh, really challenge those kind of like inner voices of doubt that you, that you have and, and to, um, you know, ex you know, succeed in, in those particular areas. And, um, and there's, you know, the, then the whole thing about like motivation, things about discipline, things about, you know, how to get up in the morning, how do I like form habits and things like that. And there's so many different people, um, that you can look to, you can listen to. There's so many resources now in, in the age of internet and, and things like that. And like one of the things that has helped me was, um, I think listening to Mel Robbins talk on the impact theory, um, about, and, and there are other talks as well about just this kind of like this five second rule that she has of, you know, how she talks about, you know, your, your brain is designed to like protect you and keep you safe and, you know, to, you know, to have you in a space where it feels certain, feels secure and, and safe and, and comfortable. Cause it, cause you, cause it wants you to survive and to live longer. Um, and that's the way that it perceives, um, like the route, uh, to getting that. 
And, and so, you know, when you do things that are uncomfortable, like your brain is going to work against that. Um, and so she, she talks about this whole like five second rule of, um, you know, you're never going to feel like it. And so you really only have this kind of like five second window where, um, you, yeah, you can kind of, where it's still kind of early and you can make the decision to do those things that are uncomfortable. Um, like getting, getting out of bed in the morning is probably one of the most, um, common examples and most kind of relatable example. And, and like, say you're someone who doesn't have that routine and discipline to just wake up at, you know, 5.30 AM in the morning. I think, you know, when you wake up, when you need to wake up, um, you, like the comfort on the bed is just too hard to get up from. You don't like, if you get up in the morning, it, it is cold. It's miserable. Maybe it's still dark. Um, you know, with daylight savings coming to an end soon. And, you know, like every, and like the more time you let that decision go, or like you, you, you keep staying in bed or you hit the snooze button, like the harder it is, uh, to actually get out of bed. And so that kind of few second window, that five second window, um, you know, you count down five, four, three, two, one, I'm going to get up now. And, and yeah, like, I think that has done some, yeah, some amazing, amazing wonders in terms of all the things that, um, yeah, that, that I find really difficult to kind of um, do because my body and my mind is saying no, or kind of really working and rubbing hard against that. Um, so something I've started to do is, you know, waking up, like it's up and down with the waking up thing. But I think the, the one that's more consistent nowadays is the thing about just taking cold showers and in the morning, I do not want anything cold. I want to be warm and comfortable and, and whatnot. But, um, you know, this whole life metaphor with that, I think I talked about in the previous podcast, but I think, you know, <laughs> when I'm turning those, like the shower things, the little dials, um, to, to not have any <laughs> hot water there, like my mind is really trying to tell me not to, <laughs> like I can feel my, um, body kind of tense up and, and not really enjoy, um, the thought and the anticipation of it. And, yeah, like I do employ the whole five second rule of like, hey, like five, four, three, two, one, let's just do this. And, and so, yeah, <laughs> dial the hot water down and like, oh, the first, first bit is just hard. Cause it's like, you just woke up, you're kind of warm. And then to be splashed on by like kind of cold water is really uncomfortable and I don't like it. And, um, but I think you just make that decision in that kind of short window, you get it done, you know, it shocks your nervous system and wakes you up. It, it, yeah, it just had this odd, odd effect of really waking you up really well. Um, and really kind of set you up well for the day. Um, and, and yeah, like, it, and it's like, it's this learning curve of like, Hey, your body can, you, your body can take this. Um, it's not going to kill you. It's not going to, um, cause any damage. Oh, if it's too cold, it can induce asthma and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, go see your doctor <laughs> to talk about it because like, like a little thing is like, if you, you know, 
splash yourself with cold water. Like it does take your breath away a little bit. Um, and so, you know, go talk to your doctor. <laughs> um, this is not the place for medical advice. So go see a doctor. Uh, <laughs> if you worry about, if you've got asthma or, or anything where you, where kind of expo exposure to cold might kind of exacerbate symptoms. Um, and <laughs> yeah, I think, and then afterwards you feel good for doing it, for completing it. And, and it's just that kind of fear that you need to overcome. That's really non-existent. And, um, you know, that acronym that people use about fear of, you know, false expectations of appearing real and, you know, it's, it's really something created in our own minds. And, and if we can find different ways to just overcome that, overcome something that's not even actually there, um, that we've created in our minds ourselves, you know, it, it really goes a long way to kind of getting things done. And, you know, I think, yeah. So Mel Robbins five second rule, if you want to kind of listen to her talks and, and w which she goes into much more detail. Um, and it's really, um, really kind of moving, um, uh, and kind of in depth and, and makes a lot of sense because it's kind of shaped by a lot of, uh, kind of previous experiences and life experiences as well. So Mel Robbins on, so I, I listened to her talk on impact theory, um, and she's done plenty of other things as, as well. Cool. And so moving on to the next point that the book talk is, talks about is considering your heart and your personality. And so you know, we want to, you know, celebrate people's differences and celebrate people's like, um, you know, personalities, you know, the whole like, you know, people who are what, like neurotic, open, openness to experiences. Ah, uh, where is that thing? <laughs> Apologies. Um, like people who, ah. anyway, like the five major, um, Da, 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 da. sorry, sorry about this. Like the five major kind of personalities in, in psychological studies of, um, like openness to experiences, uh, like neuroticism and all, all these different things and like extroversion or something. And, you know, the, the whole diversity is how we get our, our unity. And so, you know, to celebrate people's introversion and extroversion or people's neuroticism and, um, and things like that. And, um, whether people, someone's like a thinker or a feeler, and I think really celebrating that and encouraging them to like explore that more and to embrace it. And, and, and from that, when someone can celebrate who they are and really kind of enjoy that, um, that's where, you know, all this kind of self-acceptance comes, comes in. And, and that just kind of has this amazing flow on effect. And recently I was listening to, um, oh, like watching her videos, but <laughs> listening to her podcast as well, um, of Megan Batoon, Megan Batoon. And like, she was on, I, I saw, you know, <laughs> during my phase of watching Wong Fu Productions and she was in uh, some of the kind of short movies and, and things like that. And like, she's like this incredible dancer and things like that. And, and she has just been recently going through this kind of like a very similar kind of, um, life or life phase or life decision at the moment of just kind of really digging deep into finding out who she really is and, 
um, and you know what she's about and accepting um, you know accepting herself accepting her body and, and things like that all this kind of like self-realization self-actualization kind of stuff and like very similar to the stuff I talk about, but way more successful. She's got like 1.1 million subscribers on YouTube and, um, yeah. And I haven't really set anything up to kind of count followers except like Instagram, but you know, there's so many bots <laughs> anyway. And, and yeah, like I was just listening to, uh, to her stuff about, you know, all the lessons that she has you know, learn through, through therapy, you know, during this year and during the pandemic as well. And it has just gave, given her so many different like lessons about life that, you know, we really would have benefited greatly if we knew those lessons, uh, from, you know, like school, <laughs> like school would be great. Uh, if we, you know, understand, you know, how to, s- Okay, so this stuff she talks about is about accepting the feelings, accepting your emotions and sitting with it. And like, we do so much to avoid our feelings, avoid the emotions that, that come upon us when we're going through something difficult or we have these periods of, you know, suffering and pain and, and, and maybe like heartbreak. And, and we want to do things to kind of numb the pain and, you know, people go to alcohol, gambling and, and drugs and, and things like that. But I think because life is such a roller coaster and there's all these kind of ebbs and flows and all these ups and downs and, you know, we can't avoid uh, the ups and downs of life because that's the nature of, of life as it is. Uh, and so, you know, we need that time to you know, sit with the emotions, feel it, accept it, ask more questions to inquire a bit, you know, inquire a bit more about it. Um, and so that we can understand what we're feeling, what our body is trying to tell us. And, and so, you know, when those emotions come back again, we know that is just part of the, you know, part of the flow and you know how to get, get through to the other end. And that's, that's such an amazing and important lesson. Um, and I'm glad she's, you know, being, um, doing amazing work and kind of having these genuine conversations, um, you know, being viewed by, uh, many people like, yeah, like sitting with your emotions is, is not easy. We want to not think about it. We want to just have things to distract us with. It's like video games and, or, um, or whatnot, just listening to music or, or whatnot. And, you know, when we sit and accept, you know, what's happening to us. And, um, yeah, like we know how our body works. We know what our body's trying to tell us. We know, you know, you know, if we can work out how our body responds to different, um, different things and, and ways to, um, you know, help you get through it. Like that's, that's so therapeutic. That's so kind of, um, this self-realization and self-actualization, which is like the top of the Maslow's hierarchy of needs, um, of our human needs. Like we have all these things like food, shelter, belonging, and self-esteem and things like that. But top of the pyramid of just like self-actualization and actually like re- knowing who you are is top of the pyramid, but we don't really value it. Um, you know, we're valuing material things with like money, 
um, food, shelter or whatnot, uh, which sure are important, but it's kind of miss missing the kind of peak of the pyramid, which is understanding who you are and accepting um, you for who you are. And, and this really pertinent point that she talks about is just like, like how amazing and how much weight is lifted off if you would just be on your side. <laughs> and, and that's such a profound point. And just like if you were your biggest supporter, like imagine <laughs> what you would do. Um, and, it, and it's so true. Like, you know, when someone's come up to you saying, hey, I'm really struggling with this, like you channel this kind of, I don't know, this kind of bravado, this kind of courageous front of like, oh my gosh, like, hey, I'm here for you. Like you the best, you got this. Um, you know, I'm gonna I'm help you through this. Uh, you got this, you have everything you have within you to, to get through this. Come on, man or woman. And, but when it comes to ourselves, we're just like, oh, we, we, we suck. And uh, yeah, nah, no, we don't deserve anything good. <laughs> we can't get through this, we can't succeed. And, and yeah, like imagine if you were your greatest supporter, you were the best cheerleader for you. Like imagine the fears you would overcome and all the mental obstacles that you would just leapfrog. Um, and yeah, like just learning this lesson, like now, like imagine if I, if people learned this when they were like 12, <laughs> like you just don't have people defined by labels and you don't have people defined by grades and people discovering who they are and really excelling in that and just kind of being, I don't know, being able to express themselves and express their gifts and abilities that will, you know, benefit society, benefit other people and, you know, probably will you know, come up with a cure for cancer. Um, you know, but you know, we're, you know, we definitely just imprison ourselves with, with our own thoughts and, and our own negativity and our own pessimism about life. And, um, it's, yeah, it, it definitely makes life a lot harder. And, and we feel like, you know, we're going to regret a lot of things. And, and, you know, in retrospect, you, you know, when asked the question, you know, you know, what, like, could you have done a better job at, at life? And like, if you were to start it over again, and I think most people would say yes. <laughs> I think most people would definitely say yes of like, oh man, like because of the clarity of hindsight of like, I, I know if I, you know, overcome my fears and, and did that thing, I would have been in a way better position or, you know, whatever example it is. Um, it's, I know like when we're on our own side, we could really like be amazing, <laughs> be more amazing than we already are. Um, we, yeah, we don't have to be like held back, um, by our thoughts anymore. And, and that would be such an amazing thing. Um, but you know, it's a continual process and there's going to be, you know, peaks and troughs of that kind of confidence and, um, life will beat us down, you know, to try and keep us down. But I think working out your own mechanisms to, to, you know, stand up under that, um, you know, whether it's prayer or meditation and, or seeking counsel or advice or, you know, 
doing whatever it is, um, then you know that that's in your toolbox, it's in your arsenal that you can, you know, use, you know, use your inventory, like, like in video games, you know, use that potion of charisma, I don't know, uh, and, and so, it's charisma plus three, um, and so, yeah, and it's important to just enjoy you, enjoy yourself, because, you know, I think as I was talking to people of like, you know, like imagine like talking about the hypothetical of, you know, imagine doing a job for 40 years that you just absolutely hated and had no passion about. And everyone agrees that that's not a great thing. Um, I don't think there's any debate there. Um, and so, so in the things that you can control, like you can't always control what job you have or what career or where you end up, but in terms of just enjoying you yourself, your, your gifts and abilities and really owning that and re- are really passionate about who you are, I think that will come with it. Just this, this kind of like joy, um, to live. <laughs> like it, it sounds weird, but I think, yeah, like it just gives you this hope that you know, you've got these abilities to expand on and to develop and, and knowing that there's an impact that it will have and the effect on people that will, you know, maybe change the trajectory of their life is, is part of this kind of infinite game and this kind of world of endless possibilities. And, you know, with each day that goes by, it's just this opportunity to, you know, work on that and figure that out and to, you know, to have that unique contribution, you know, unique contribution to the world. And, you know, I talked about in the previous podcast of like, you know, despite all the permutations, combinations of all the DNA strands, you know, whatever, like adenine, guanine, thymine, and freaking cysteine or something, cysteine chapel. Um, <laughs> like there's no, never going to be another you like in the world, although you might look like someone else. Um, you know, I've, I've met someone who like really looks like me. And it kind of freaks me out <laughs> sometimes. And, um, but you know, we're still different people, different personalities, different, whatever. Like it, it does freak me out. And, and there was this time where like someone who was a twin came up to me and it's like, Hey, are you and this guy like a twin as well? Because I know what twins look like. You guys look like twins. And I was just like, no, it's different last names, different yeah, I was just like, oh, well, you know, my dad slept around, so who knows? Could be, could be him. <laughs> and yeah, and someone showed me a photo of someone else who looked eerily like me as well, but they are not me. <laughs> I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> so, yeah, so, you know, when you know you have this unique combination, like combination of gifts and, and personality and, you know, if you don't express your gifts, they never get, will get expressed in the whole history of mankind. Um, and you know, with that just lies this infinite possibilities. And, and that's something that is exciting and, and something that will, you know, give you that hope and kind of drive to, to keep working at figuring out what that is. Um, and like, as I talk, I know like a lot of what I talked about in this episode just kind of repeats on the same 
point and I use a lot of the same phrases, you know, figure out what you are and figure out loving who you are and things like that. But I think it is just this pertinent point. Like it is vague for everyone because we, that you can't answer it for someone else. Um, and it's just kind of posing more questions, uh, for you to figure out what, you know, what it is for you and like no podcast, no resource, no video, no seminar, no, you know, like retreat will, you know, will help you answer that, um, for you. Like it's something for you to be introspective and to reflect on, um, and to, you know, go through the process of, you know, asking people and talking to people and seeking advice and then wisdom from others to, to really, have it become more clear, um, of what that is. And I don't know, just all the best, good luck in, (laughs) with regard to finding it out. If you're on that journey, like if you've already found that out and, and, you know, know all the kind of lessons, um, that, you know, we've talked about then like, awesome, like help someone else, (laughs) um, with that. And, you know, it's going to be a fun, fun journey and, you know, lots of ups and downs, but, um, there's this infographic that I got shown of like, you know, this marble going on a straight line and this marble going up and down, um, on this kind of like path or little, little kind of course. And, you know, the marble that, you know, goes up and down, um, though it, it is going up and down, it will actually travel a bit further and travel a bit faster um, than the marble that just rolls straight. <laughs> um, and so it's a wonderful kind of, you know, analogy for that. And so, you know, riding the ups and downs of life will will get you further um, than, you know, being able to drift through life and with a silver spoon and have everything done for you and avoid pain and and suffering and not learning the lessons. And so, you know, really be present in those times, you know, when you're at the bottom of the wave in those troughs or or when you're in the peaks and yeah, be constantly (laughs) reflecting. And so, so that you can, yeah, I think, um, strengthen yourself and know how to ride the next wave so that, you know, it becomes a less painful process, um, I suppose. Um, and so, yeah, the, the book just goes on just as an encouragement to just keep, keep going. Oh, sorry, I dropped the book. <laughs> oh, I'll keep that in. That's fine. And yeah, like keep developing your personality, keep developing your gifts and abilities and, um, you know, what, what you feel you're good at and keep trying new things and, um, and there's growth and, and learning to be had at, at every kind of step of the process. And so it's, it's worth doing. And, and so, um, yeah, like it's on in so many of the parables in, in the Bible as well, if you need some biblical, like kind of backing, I suppose, um, you know, the parable about the talents, take the talent from him and give it to the one who has 10 talents. Um, be sure to use the abilities God has given you and put these abilities to work. Um, uh, he uses, <laughs> Rick Warren uses numbered references. So I don't have to flip back to, to see what Bible verse it is. Um, and the other one that says, concentrate on doing your best for God work, um, work you won't be ashamed of. 
yeah they they do it for a gold medal like i'm talking about athletes they train they do it for a gold medal that tarnishes and fades you're after one that is gold that's gold eternally and so you know working towards heaven and things like that um so yeah if you are on this journey of of discovering things about yourself good luck i wish you well um yeah hope you you know have the people around you hope the people um, are willing to have that conversation and and to help you um, get to where you need to get and so if you're still listening thank you so much for listening i appreciate each and every one of you um hope this has been helpful to a helpful conversation to have and yeah i'll leave that there for today's episode and thank you so much again uh love and peace to you all hope you're all keeping happy healthy and, and safe and we'll see you in the next episode bye